Welcome back to the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots podcast. Today on this episode, we have Stacy Corin of Bite Me Meals. Uh, so Stacy is a barrel racer, a retired personal trainer, nutritionist, and fitness competitor. She currently owns with her husband, Dan, Bite Me Meals, which is my favorite prepped meal service. So today we're going to chat about horses, Bite Me Meals, eating on the road, horses again, and whatever else comes up. Stacy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, girl. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So today I saw that you got a little workout in this afternoon with your ankle weights and your rubber boots. Uh, I was going to tell you, you should just mm-hmm. wait for mud season and get some clay worked in there and you'll be set to do some lunges across the pens. Oh, well, we Dan has a weighted vest and I have my lovely ankle weights with my gum boots. And so we're going to hike out to our backfield and we actually go and like run run hills back there so <laughs> it's, it's pretty entertaining but it's like true hillbilly workout but hey you gotta get it in so yeah get it in. yeah you're getting it in that's all that matters that's so funny yeah oh my gosh okay well let's get right into it let's talk about um you can tell the listeners like where you grew up your background with horses and how you eventually got into barrel racing for sure. Um, so I actually grew up on Vancouver Island in Victoria. Um, I moved to Alberta when I was like 18, but um, I grew up with horses. I started riding when I was like three years old. Um, on the island when I was growing up, barrel racing wasn't very prominent or like a thing. Um, growing up, my mom like loved rodeo and so like from a little girl we'd always go and watch the rodeos and I just loved it like Martha Josie was plastered all over my bedroom growing up um (laughs) which is pretty cool because I actually got to go to Texas and spend some time one-on-one with her later in life Mm -hmm. but um that's another story but anyways um my cousins further up the island owned a huge quarter horse ranch and they bred and showed quarter horses with like the AQHA circuit and so eventually you know I got into like 4-H um showing the quarter horse circuit I did a bunch of my mom put me in lessons as a child and unfortunately there it was like all English hunter jumper and I actually this is one thing that like sticks with me forever I remember I was probably about seven at the time and we were getting ready for some jumping shows and I went up to my uh, coach at the time and I was like, I really want a barrel race. And she literally looked at me, little seven-year-old Stacy, and was like, ew, yuck. (laughs) And I was like, even as a child, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was so defeated. And so, like, from then on, I just, like, was like, no, I'm going to barrel race. I'm going to barrel race. And so... (laughs) We, we had like Jim Canna's with 4-H and you know like I loved I loved those little barrel races that we had and then we just kind of like I did it basically with that it never got too competitive and then when I moved out to Alberta um that was kind of like what I was chasing and unfortunately it never it never happened then and I continued showing the corridor circuit and I qualified for worlds with some of my halter horses at the time and yeah and then I moved back to Alberta um when gosh how old was I 
When I was about 23, I moved back to Alberta. I moved to Fort McMurray and started my welding apprenticeship and still was doing some fitness stuff on the side there. Um, but I really wanted to go get back into horses. And so that's when I ended up meeting Brooke Robertson mm -hmm. and I ended up buying a perfect possibility uh, filly from her. And that's when I started getting back into barrel racing in Alberta. Um, yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Everyone's got a yeah. little horse story and we all start somewhere and and then we all become friends and it's my favorite thing with yeah. barrel racing, especially because it's such it a small really world. Is. I know. It's honestly like it's been great. I've met so many amazing people that have like basically turned into like second families. So Yeah. It's it's, it's been great. Yeah. Unfortunately I haven't been able to compete that much here yet. I'm just finally getting out there but you know like when when Dan and I started bite me it kind of like engulfed our lives so the horses kind of had to take a back burner for a little bit but that, that's okay there's always going to be horses and now. you know what then COVID last year was made things pretty slow anyways and you know things will hopefully yeah. pick up this summer and you and Shiner can get out there and we'll talk more yeah. about your ponies a little later on so Perfect. Sure. Okay, so before we totally get into talking about business and bite me meals, let's preface it with your credentials with regards to fitness and nutrition, just so that people know, like, I didn't just have some willy-nilly friend of mine. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> For sure. So um, back in the day, I used to be a licensed, uh, an ACE certified personal trainer. Um, I did some training out of the States. I took like so many different courses. It was like my life. So mm -hmm. I did a handful of different fitness and nutrition courses um, and competed from, you know, like local level shows and eventually progressed. I was third in BC for figure. And then back in the day, like I was one of the youngest competitors uh, on stage. So I started competing when I was like 20, 21. Um, and that year I was competing in fitness model and I ended up going to, I qualified for the worlds, went to worlds and came second in the world at like 21 against like some 30 and 40 year old competitors. So wow. that was pretty cool. Wow. Um, yeah. And then back in the day as well, I played softball for team Canada um, for Little League Canada, so that was really cool, and yeah, like, the majority of my life was, like, super based around sports, I kind of dabbled in everything, I did, like, downhill mountain biking, oh my gosh, <laughs> so, so the whole baseball thing, um, yeah, so it was totally my life, and I definitely enjoyed it, but I'm definitely happier doing what I am now. Yeah, no doubt. Also, I just want to say, so you went up, you were in Fort McMurray, and you are going to start doing a welder apprenticeship. Um, what, yeah. else, what else did you do in Fort McMurray? Weren't you in safety? Yes. So I was in welding for about five years. Um, and it just, I'm, like, with my background and everything, I health and wellness totally like engulf me yeah and it's part of who I am and so it was really hard for me um eventually like I just kind of saw how bad the welding was on my body yeah. and I had a bunch of like health things kind of come up at the time and I was just like you know what like as 
cool as this is and how much like I really did enjoy it I yeah. enjoy like late I enjoy laborful hands-on jobs like yeah totally that's totally what I enjoy but I was like okay this isn't gonna be sustainable for me long term and so I had a couple of different opportunities I did start like doing my certifications for being a welding inspector but I eventually moved into health and safety because I felt like it more aligned with my background in fitness and nutrition and yeah everything so yeah I did that for a couple years and then eventually after actually after the Fort Mac fires is when Dan and I relocated down in Edmonton here we actually like went through the Fort Mac fires with our horses that was pretty wild um yeah and then not long after is when we started our first business and everything happened for a reason and here we are yeah no doubt so with buy me meals like what made you decide that you wanted to do a meal prep company was it something that you had thought about for a long time or ever really saw yourself doing I guess you know you say that you were aligned with health and wellness and that sort of thing so it kind of must have been maybe something in the back of your mind yeah well when I was personal training back in the day I had like my own small business in Vancouver and it was one of the biggest things for my clients um they just you know like the workouts and everything were easy for them but it was after the cooking the grocery shopping the meal planning like all of that was like the biggest issue for them so I actually started like doing a meal prep service for my clients like way back in the day Mm -hmm. um and you know just with like the shift work that my husband and I both worked in the past um sorry I just took a drink um that's okay (laughs) yeah um the shift work and just like we just it well it was like part of our lifestyle he competed as well so it was just something that we were used to like it you know like it Mm -hmm. takes a lot of time and Mm -hmm. everybody before their shift you know they'd prep their meals for the week and there was just this I don't know I don't know why we fully chose to dive into that but I think we just saw that the people that we were helping like totally needed that and Mm -hmm with how busy everything was getting and you know like the birth of skip the dishes around the same time that we started bite me and just like this online world and this fast-paced go 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 like whether you're taking your kids to hockey or just everybody's trying to fit everything into their day and so we just wanted to really do something that you know it wasn't about the money but it was like adding value to people's lives and that's I feel like where people you know saw such a a need for it and really like it took off so much because it was like truly like a need for people yes seriously even so with my job being on the road all the time I've purchased from you guys and got meals because let me tell you every small town in Alberta almost has an A&W and do you know what I get at A&W a stupid team burger and onion rings and a root beer because why wouldn't you and that adds up over time um yeah yeah and it's just not not great especially when you're driving eight hours a day and then you know that can also relate to people on the road when going to rodeos or jackpots on weekends and yeah 
yeah, so there's a definite need for a meal prep service because a lot of people just don't like doing it. And for the convenience of it, why not just go with a company like you guys? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I think that was a big part, too. Like, I feel like people, especially now after COVID, but even, like, back when we first started Bite Me, I feel like people are definitely, like, paying more attention to their health nowadays, which is really nice to see. Mm -hmm. Um. But now, especially even through COVID, I feel like, you know, like we're learning more about like obesity rates and, you know, like the comorbidities that come with having like high obesity levels and, you know, diabetes and all that stuff. So people are learning more about nutrition and, you know, like food is fuel and sometimes that fast food isn't a good solution. It's more of a problem and you're yes. like almost you're making your body worse for it even though it is like a quick fix and sure it may be tasty but you know people are definitely like learning that like eating the proper things not only it can taste good but it feels good yeah so I feel like that's totally you know we're learning we're evolving <laughs> yes thank goodness <laughs> so yeah Yeah. Um, So over the years, I'm sure you've um, learned a lot with regards to business, do's and don'ts. What business advice would you give pre-Bite Me Stacy and anyone else that's in business? Um, You know, just do it, really. Like, I remember being so nervous to start our business, and there's really not a whole lot. I mean, there's probably more now because we are in this wonderful era of podcasts and social media and there is so much information out there on basically everything now but I mean four or five years ago when we were like trying to get you know the foundation started for our business and like trying to figure out where to start and like everything it was so like overwhelming and you almost just feel lost yeah like the number one thing I think that you know, we've learned just kind of throwing ourselves into the fire and not really having anybody to guide us was, is just like, just do it. And you know, it's so silly, but it like goes back to like my 4-H motto. Like they always (laughs) said, like, learn to do by doing. And it like, it honestly, it couldn't be more true. Like Dan and I have learned so much just by like diving in and figuring it out on our own. Like, that's like the best university course that we could have ever taken is just doing it and making it happen and you know like really find your circle too like you know find like good mentors and good people that you look up to that have like either started their own business or are in business that can not even guide you but just you can lean on yeah um and just you know like a good friend support group because that was one of the biggest things too like everyone's like oh are you sure you want to do that like Dan had a really good job up in Fort Mac and everybody's like you're crazy to leave that but like if this is what you want to do and you're passionate about starting a business or like creating your own thing or helping people like we were like you just got to do it and figure it out as you go and you know, it'll all come. You just, as long as you stay true to your vision, stay in your own lane, focus, work hard and like grind it out as unfortunate as that sounds. And you know, like those days 
were really long. Like Dan and I started with two cooks and us and we were doing everything. We'd start at six in the morning. We'd go in and do all of our admin work. We'd do all of our counts. We'd start prepping with the cooks. I'd be baking all day. And then we'd go out and do deliveries all night and handle all of the emails all night, all of the, you know, like back end work for the rest of the night. So our days were like 17, 18 hours long some days. But like some of those days were like the best days of our lives because you're like doing something that you're truly passionate about. You're creating this beautiful thing. It's like a baby almost. It's your business. And and especially what we were doing, like we've helped people lose, like one of our clients has lost a hundred pounds. Um, wow. You know, that we have families that have like, we become part of their family. Like we have some people that have gone through like leukemia and you know, like our meals were the only thing that we're getting them through. So it's like, yeah. you get these little stories. And even though like you go through some of those hard times and those long days, it's like when you finally like start to get some like positive feedback and you care about the people that you're working with, it's like all so worth it. Yeah. So I would just say like, go for it, dive, dive in. Unfortunately, there is some sacrifice with it. You've got to sacrifice some stuff and in the end as long as you have like you don't like focus don't focus on the money like I said focus on like adding value to people and changing people's lives and you know like adding to their life I feel like that's where you're gonna get the most return and as long as you stay true to that and you stay true to your customers and just you know like yeah it I think it's uh, formula for success in a way. I love <laughs> not it. That we're like, we're not super successful by any means, but like our company's grown substantially from where we started. Like we have over 30 employees now back from those days where it was just four of us. So yeah, it's, that's it's pretty cool. That's huge, Stacey. Don't sell yourself short. Um, would you say your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur is helping people out or what? what is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Um, I definitely, like, love helping people. I love, like I said, the aspect of becoming part of people's lives. Like, that's really cool. And just, like, you know, we have clients that, like, we go in their house and shoot the shit with them. And you just, you truly become part of their lives. And it's, it's, yeah, that's so rewarding. Um, I don't know. I, I just think the the ability to create something and grow it as big as you choose is um probably one of like the best perks I think yeah and just seeing like the impact on on others from like an idea that you had you know what I mean Mm -hmm. definitely no I think that's awesome So we all know that it's really important to have our horses on a good diet, especially when we're competing with them. We often forget to do the same with ourselves or we decide, you know, we're going to spend all of our money on our horses and then we're going to eat craft dinner and ramen noodles and McDonald's for ourselves. (laughs) Let's talk about how important it is that we take care of ourselves as much as we do with our horses, not just with diet, but with exercise as well. Definitely. Um, I think a true testament to that is Fallon Taylor. Yeah. What year, what year was it? Uh, 
what year did she dominate the NFR? Oh, gosh. Was it, I think, 2013 or 2015 were, was her bad ones, and it was, like, the year after or two after that? Yeah. Yeah. And she was totally, like, on her game, on her fitness grind. She was getting ready for competitions, and I feel like, you know, if that didn't show you what, you know, upping your game as an athlete is, like, you're, I've always said this, like, it, dro- it drove me wild for the longest time, like, seeing, you know, in any equine sport, like, how poorly some of the riders treat themselves, and, you know, like you said, like, we're, we have our horses on these top-of-the-line nutrition programs, exercise programs, you know, they get all this crazy therapy, dental work, and you're still part of that team, yeah. and, you know, like, like you said, like, the craft dinner and stuff, no, like, we're, we're at a point in the world and in this lifetime that there is crazy science, there's crazy, you know, everything going on, and I feel like some of us are missing that, like, basic step, and it's like, if you are wanting to take it to the next level, then I feel like, you know, like, we really, as horse people and, you know, barrel racers or competitors, whether you're show jumping, barrel racing, whatever, it's you, if you want to take it to that level, I feel like you need to step it up as well. So that means like being on a good nutrition program yourself, maybe putting the alcohol down, Mm -hmm. um, which I know is really hard because we all like, you know, a shot of whiskey before we make a run, but like, (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is. It's part of our industry. Um, but you know, just like, there's so many like little compound effects that affect us so much. And I feel like, you know, if you go back to, you know, like the racehorse days, the jockeys, they would, you know, try and choose the smallest guy. Not that I ever want to preach somebody on like weight loss or anything like that, but like, let's just step up our game and, you know, be be as good as we want our horses to be and be and show up for them too like we gotta work out just as hard as we work them out and you know just be part of that team that's that's my absolutely look on it I agree I think a lot of people end up you know thinking like oh eating healthy is so expensive so I'm gonna be cheap and save that money for my horse when it's like you could easily cut back on you know do you does your horse really need those new polo wraps does your horse really need the newest this or that or um all these supplements and things that we're feeding horses well are you actually doubling up does your horse really need that when maybe that feed that you're already feeding has those things in it like there's ways that you can save money I know we love to spend money on our horses but we can save that money and you could put that into your own diet and I think also for like ease just convenience like ramen noodles McDonald's craft dinner the crap that people will eat and call it good I get it you're also tired when you come home late at night because you just rode horses at the barn after you worked all day and all that but I think if you just like prepare you're setting yourself up for success in all ways so if you can't do it yourself then we've got companies like you guys at least in Alberta and I'm sure there's others you know like if you can't do it yourself you can you can utilize a business like your guys's so yeah definitely or even like I mean there's so many hacks now to like meal prepping on your own if you you know can't use a company like ours but there's so many resources out there and so many different things that you can do that like 
really we don't need to be in the McDonald's drive-thru anymore. No, no, and, like, even just making better choices in general, like, you last year, we had a chat, and you're like, hey, Cass, like, I know COVID just started, but I see you're drinking a lot of wine. Maybe, (laughs) maybe you should put the wine down and go outside for a walk, and honestly, um, you know, that kickstarted me to like eat healthier. I was paying more attention to what I was eating. Like I used the, my fitness pal and it would show you what the calories and the fat and the protein and everything is in the food that I was eating. So it would make me make better choices. And then, you know what? I ended up losing 10 pounds in a year because I actually started being active and paying more attention to that kind of stuff, which was so important. And then, you know, I started barrel racing again. So I was like, okay, this is really important. Like I want to get some muscle. I need my cardio to be up because the horse that I'm riding is a freight train and I don't want to fall off (laughs) or look like an asshole. So yeah, I think all of that's really important and I, I wish more people would take it a little more seriously, but to each their own, like whatever a person wants to do. And uh, another thing I always hear people say is like, Oh, well, I don't have time. I don't have time to do it. And it's like, well, you know what? There's people that wake up at 5 o'clock and go to the gym from 5.30 to 6.30, get home, shower, get ready, and go to work, and then they go ride their horses after. Like, it's just kind of what people yeah. want to make as a priority, too, I think. So, and 100%. You, know, you know, you don't have to go work out at the gym. You can do body workout, body weight workouts at home. You can go for a walk. Like, seriously, going walking made such a difference for me. And I know people are like, oh, I walk out to catch my horse, and I do this and that, but it's like... Yeah, but how are you sauntering out there or are you actually like yeah. getting your arms moving and got the weights on your muck boots, you know? Like <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Well, and it's just it's like those, you know, little things totally add up and I'm so proud of you for that. And like in no means am I like attacking the people that want to go through the McDonald's drive-thru. No, and, I like, do it too still. You. It happens. Do it but it's just like the whole balance thing like if yes. you want to excel in something just like bring your best do your best to be like the best you can be um we're always preaching balance with our horses when we're doing our training with them so like respect your body in the same way and it'll respect you back and I feel like anybody that has been on like any kind of health journey you know like you feel it and you feel good when you're doing it and it's just like making small changes throughout like your normal day that make like that compound effect effect throughout your life so like you said it's it's the walks it's you know it doesn't even have to be like a crazy hour workout or anything like that it could be like a 10 minute blast and that could make all the change through a few weeks of doing that that you know yeah yeah every everything adds up I totally agree and it's just taking that step and and making um just starting I think people just need to start and sometimes I, I know people find that hard to just stop start but once you do I think then you, you know, you just keep going and then you're like rolling in a barrel down a hill and you just keep going. You get addicted to working out or you're feeling better or you're eating healthier and you're noticing all the differences. I think you just really need to take that first step and get started. Totally. And I know the budget thing is like a big thing for a lot of people too. And that was like one of our biggest kickbacks with Bite Me is people are like, oh, we can't afford meal prep and stuff like that. And we're like, okay let's look at 
you know, what you'd spend through the McDonald's drive-through and let's look at one of our meals. So like our meals range from like 12 to $15 and that's like, I'm talking like a tenderloin. I'm talking like a full filet of salmon, a, ch- a full like chicken breast, whole foods, that kind of stuff. And like, these all make you feel great. You have energy, your body's properly fueled, you're digesting stuff properly. Um, you don't feel lethargic after. And then if you go and eat something like cheap, well, it's not even cheap because I don't know who can make it through the McDonald's drive through without spending like 20 bucks. <laughs> it's definitely, <laughs> it definitely is not as cheap as it once was. No, like I remember as a child, there'd be like $2 burgers or like whatever, but I feel like I haven't seen that in a long time. No. I feel like anytime I witness somebody going through the drive through you're at least spending like minimum 15 Yep, 20 easily. Bucks. Yep, definitely. So it's just like, you know, planning stuff out. You know, Costco is a wonderful place as long as you can figure out how to portion things properly. You can cook in bulk at home and budget things out so they're ready to pull out of the freezer as soon as you get home from a weekend away or you know it's just little little life hacks that you can put in your toolbox and you know help elevate yourself to a new level totally so what can barrel racers do then on the road to make better food choices like obviously I would say doing some meal preps on a Sunday or Monday or whatever day of the week is going to work best for you. I don't care what that looks like, but like I would say doing some meal prep, that would probably uh, be a good start, you know? Um, sure. And Or, you know, we can utilize Bite Me meals. Now, if a person doesn't pack their own or doesn't pack something from Bite Me, here's a, here, we'll ask this question. <laughs> what do you suggest oh, sure. if you can only eat lunch from a gas station? My go-to is beef jerky and Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Life on the road as a salesperson has really been great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I mean, you don't have like a ring with you. You're not really set up for like cooking anywhere or heating anything up. So gas station stops are definitely interesting. Um... Okay, what would I have from a gas station? I would normally, well, it depends because some gas stations are super bougie and there's like a really good selection of stuff and yeah. then some are like really crappy. <laughs> so um, if I was at like a bougie one with a good selection of stuff, I would either get some hard-boiled eggs, uh, popcorn, maybe like a veggie cup, uh, a protein shake because I know there's some there's some decent ones that you know don't hurt your guts too much and like I don't I'm not a huge protein shake person but if I'm in the pinch for something I would definitely like get one of those to for breakfast or something if I was in a pinch yeah. um, popcorn I am a popcorn freak that's one of my like fave snacks um yeah so those are probably or like there is some good protein bars that you can get as well um even some of those cliff bars although I don't really like them because I try and stay away from you know sugars and stuff like that and some of them are really high in sugar but as long as you 
balance stuff out and you know like you watch what else you eat for the rest of the day this can come in handy here and there yeah um grenade bars are great if they do have them there's one bars that are okay um some protein bars are like sweetened with uh like oh my gosh i'm drawing a blank right now uh aspartamine or Splenda sweeteners and sometimes those like really mess with some people's digestive tracts and stuff like that so sometimes I try and stay away from those but if I am in a pinch I would probably choose that over like an A&W breakfast sandwich yeah but, <laughs> yeah believe me don't yeah. I know yeah, yeah. I don't, so I don't know if that helps and I know like a lot of gas stations are now carrying like rice chips and um stuff like that so like I will always look for those kind of snacks, like, uh, what are they, like, the crispy minis? Yeah. Those are, those are great. Those are a cleaner chip choice. Um, Rice Works has some good ones. So, yeah, those are, those are kind of my gas station staples, should I ever need them. If you have to. Yeah, I think really it's just, like, people just being more aware of the choices that they're making when it comes to stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like I said before, I was using that MyFitnessPal or MyFitness, whatever the yeah. heck that app is. And, like, you can, I mean, there's all the nutritional label on the back so you can see what's going on there. But, like, then to pick up and be like, oh, what's this lentil chip thing? And you can compare and you're like, okay, which one's going to be better? Which one's going to be more filling? Like, people just need to actually take the time to look at it. I know, you know, you want to be in and out of a gas station, but... It literally will yeah. take you, like, 30 seconds of your time. Just have a look at what you're consuming. I don't think that that's yeah. a bad idea, right? And no. I honestly... And like, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you can, if you can, you know, fuel up at your gas station and maybe stop at a Safeway or a Save-On or something like that and, you know, make a quick run in, you know, you can get, like, a rotisserie chicken for, like, I don't know, six, seven bucks, like a full cooked chicken. Yeah. Sure. I don't advise eating those all the time because they're, they are cooked a little bit more with chemicals and that's, you know, we try and stay away from that a little bit. But, um, if we are in a pinch, I'll run in, I'll get a rotisserie chicken. I'll get some hummus. I'll get some cucumbers. I'll get a bag of carrots. I'll get, you know, just like some easier grab and goes from the store and, like, that'll last me, like, a couple of days. So it's, like, you know, just make a quick extra stop that will help make you feel better and keep you on your path with your health goals. Yeah. And water. I feel like that is one thing that people always seem to forget. Like, we're all so dehydrated. Yes. <laughs> and, like, water is so important. And having, like, an actual good water... Um, I don't even know which ones to recommend Dan and I are a bit of water snobs and we deal with like we have some holistic health practitioners that we work with as well so we're even adding a little bit more minerals to our water just to help our body fully absorb water better yeah um but like Dan researches what the cleanest water is and stuff like that too so yeah, I just, I think that's really important because, like, you know, a lot of us are grabbing, like, Dasani's from food trucks, Ugh. and Dasani is, isn't really the best water choice out there. It so, gives like, me a headache. On, yeah, like, it's weird. I remember having a Dasani, and actually it was New Year's, and we left the Dasani water bottle, 
water bottle, water bottle <laughs> on the front porch with like some of our drinks for the evening, shall we say? Yeah. And in the morning when I came out, everything else was frozen, and that Dasani water bottle never froze, and it was like minus thirty. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. So just like, you know, make some make some good choices. Get your water in you. How much water? Um, how much water should a person be drinking per day? Um. I say three to four liters. Drink some water, you dehydrated bitch. <laughs> yeah, basically. And what's that other quote? Like, if you're hydrated and drinking water, you'll be peeing too much to deal with drama. Yeah, So totally. You know? But once you do, like, I've had so many clients in the past that, you know, even just made that switch from drinking, like, super minimal water, crushing coffees all day, to drinking three to four liters of water a day they're already dropping weight just because you know like their body is actually hydrated and can function properly it's not in a state of dehydration and constantly pulling water and moisture from you know their joints or other places you know water is so important for our, di- our digestive tract our joints everything so that's a huge change and when you're dehydrated like that you're also more hungry so you'll want to snack more when your body actually just you know needs a huge drink of water but instead you're looking for food so those are just like some super simple switches yes you're going to pee more it might be more annoying at first but I promise your skin will look better you'll feel better yeah water is really important Yes, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that we brought that up and we talked about it. Um, People, if you don't want to be buying water from a gas station or wherever when you're on the road, go on Amazon, get a big jug that like tells you, oh, you've drank this much by 7 a.m. or whatever, like do whatever you want. Get I love drinking out of a stupid straw, so I get the big ass Starbucks cups and fill those up with water and drink out of a straw and I can drink so many of those in a day versus you know out of a cup or out of a water bottle like those are my favorites so that's my own little tip for you all um yeah drink some freaking water that's good good point (laughs) also I was gonna say that most gas stations like when I have bought bite me meals um or if I've packed my own lunches most gas stations do have microwaves you just walk in and look for it or ask someone about it and even during COVID most gas stations still have them so if you want to you know like pull your hand in your sleeve and touch the buttons, whatever, like however you're feeling about things. I don't know. I don't care. There's microwaves. You can use them. Or guess what? I am a weirdo. I will eat my chicken and sweet potato cold if I have to. Like I just, I always do. I don't care (laughs) if it's, if you don't have that option, just eat it cold. It's not going to kill you. You can't tell people what to do, but you can make suggestions. Do you suggest or really recommend, like, Monster, the green original Monster Energy drinks or, like, Red Bulls or that? (laughs) No. I mean... No. I I used to be an energy drink junkie. Yeah. I'm a a caffeine junkie, like, by the bone. But I did also give myself from being a caffeine junkie, uh, thyroid problems. So there you go. Just from too much caffeine constantly. This is back when I was like training for fitness competitions. I was just like burning the candle at 50 different ends, um, guzzling energy drinks, taking fat burners, all that kind of stuff. 
it's really hard on your system. And I think the biggest thing, if you do have to, you know, like drive a 15 hour drive through the night and you don't have a buddy, not that I encourage that, but if you have to, yeah. um, I know I don't like promoting the, um, artificial sweeteners, but if you have to, I would go for like a sugar-free energy drink or just like an old fashioned coffee, watch the sweeteners that you put in it. I always travel with, um, I use like vanilla stevia drops in my coffee. Um, but yeah, yeah. watch the sweeteners cause the sugar, like I said, sugar is, I'm totally anti-sugar. Um, it does so much harm in your body and that's where you do get the crazy crashes from so Mm -hmm. like you'll get that sugar high and then you'll crash but the energy drinks like if you read one of those labels and see how much sugar is in one of them it's crazy so if you are gonna go the energy drink route get the sugar-free ones unfortunately they might hurt your stomach but it is what it is I don't you know yeah it is what it is it's yeah. like a double-edged sword. <laughs> totally. It totally is. Lot There's lots of things. Oh, gosh, if we got into, like, what hurts people's stomachs and what you should avoid and all the rest of it. At the end of the day, you know, if you want to get into that, talk to someone who's doing nutrition. Go and talk to your doctor about those kinds of things. Get Do allergy tests and see what's going on. Maybe you've got hormone problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe your adrenals are fatigued. You know, there's so much that we could get into with that, but we don't need to on this one. That's totally like a lot more personal and specific per person. But if that is something that you, you know, you want to get serious about and look into by all means, um, let's talk horses for a little bit. Um, so yeah, yeah, so actually I want to talk about Martha Josie. That's pretty cool. When did you go down and ride with Martha? Oh gosh. How many years was that now? Um, I want to say that was like seven years ago. Um, I went down in, I want to say February for a week and stayed down in Marshall, Texas and got to ride at the ranch every day and hang out with Martha and Ari. I actually even got to take them to a casino and go to dinner with them. And it was really cool. I, Martha, like I had some crazy one-on-one time with her in her house and she took me through her closet. She's got like an old, um, closet that's full of her, like, old rodeo wear and like my goodness that woman is like such a gem like inside and out she is amazing like she's so cool and to be her age and still teaching and still you know riding like she does like she's she's just incredible and I learned so much there and just you know seeing their facilities and getting to spend that one-on-one time with a lady that was plastered all over my bedroom as a child like that that was really cool that's some memories that will forever stay with me and I actually was uh some of her staff I was gonna go down there and like send them my perfect possibility horse and go and work with them down there uh when I first got her but then that was when I had just started my safety career and I just I couldn't leave but that is kind of a regret of mine that I never went down there and chased that because it was a super cool opportunity for myself but hopefully I'll go back one day and get to spend some time with them again they're all amazing people down there it was a great experience yeah that would be such a great experience 
Huh. Mm-hmm. So, um, was it last year? No, the year before. Um, you and Dan bought SR Classy Money at the CBHI sale. Oh. How is she doing now, and what are your plans with her? She is so great. I miss her so much. She's actually at my trainers right now. Um, she is so big. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I honestly can't wait for her. She was such a blessing. And I mean, it came after losing like my dream horse, my perfect possibility horse that I had from Brooke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost her in a freak, uh, hawk infection accident. And so that was pretty devastating, but then that's when my sweet little Millie came into our lives and I feel super blessed to have been able to get her and she's been she's one of the sweetest horses I've ever owned like she's just yeah she's just so sweet and I always like message Carol and I'm like thank you so much like I just I love her so much I'm so excited for her future she's got like a turbo motor on her and like I said, she is, that girl is big. Like, I think she's going to probably finish at, like, 16-2. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, she's at Sydney and Brady Jensen's right now. They've always broken every horse for me. Um, so she was there for a few months in the fall, and then she came back home and just got to be a horse and do some growing over the winter and I just dropped her off like two or three weeks ago so yeah I'm really excited to go down there and then super excited to start getting her working on the barrels this summer awesome and then um are you still riding with Brooke then as well yeah yeah Brooke's one of my best friends so we try and get together as much as we can and yeah that's awesome. And then, um, so your main mount right now is Shiner. Let's talk about her a little bit too. Yeah, my Shiner. So Shine was, I, I think she was one of Bertina Olofsson's first full crops from her stud, um, Kirk's French Cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a 2000, oh my gosh, let me get my brain straight here. She's a 2013 baby from Perks French Cash um and unfortunately she was on the back burner for so long and we started our business and I had actually bought her intending to her be my first super stakes horse um but with business and you know that sacrifice I talked about that was yeah unfortunately one of the things that got put on the back burner and then when I lost Belle I um yeah, I just started finally, you know, lighting the fire and getting after things with Shine. And so this, or last year was the first year we started competing with her. And she actually just placed in her fourth jackpot that she went into. So I'm excited about that. And she's been doing so great. And we've got some big goals this year. And we're going to be competing at the Runaway, which I'm super stoked for. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. So it should be fun. And yeah, I'm really, she's been great. And I've learned so much from her. And yeah, it's been fun. That's awesome. Yeah, the Runaway is one of my favorite races. I get to host the live feed there. And uh, 
Yeah, so that'll be really fun. Um, I can't wait to watch you and get to cheer you on. Yeah, you too. (laughs) Um, Do you have any more plans to buy any more prospects uh, in the future here? Or is Dan kind of saying no more horses for a while? (laughs) Um, No, actually, he's pretty good. He's been... Dan's awesome. He's like... He's been dabbling in roping a bit. I mean, he's been on every barrel horse I've ever owned, and he's... (laughs) He's so good. Um, I mean, I we have a lot of stuff going on with Bite Me right now. Mm-hmm. I was really on it with uh, trying to pick up another one here, but I'm just kind of on hold. There is a couple I have my eye on, but we'll just kind of see how the cards fall with those. Mm-hmm. Um, I have talked to Carol and Doug, and I might get another... Um, baby out of Millie's dam so that's something in the works Um, but as for right now I'm just kind of going with the flow and whatever happens and comes across my plate well we'll see what happens (laughs) nice that's awesome Um, so back to bite me what kind of athletes from different sports endorse your business um gosh we've worked with so many so we work with a ton of Edmonton Oilers um I've worked with Jelena Marjanovic who's an eight-time world champion female boxer she has like more titles than Mayweather which is super cool and I it kind of hurts my heart a little bit because she's such an amazing athlete and she doesn't get like enough props I think for it but um, we've worked with her for almost every fight. She just started fighting in the States again, so um, we haven't been able to work with her, obviously, with, you know, the States and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, so we have some we have some amazing NHL players. We have some amazing, well, Jelena, female boxer. We have some male boxers. We have some UFC fighters that we've worked with, you know, some smaller-time pro fighters. Um, we have some pro rodeo athletes that have worked with us. We have some holistic nutritionists that work with us. Um, yeah, kind of like every walk of life. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of everything. And, yeah, and then we work with like a lot of personal trainers and like I said, different nutritionists and different health coaches and stuff like that as well. So that's definitely something. We have a new website coming in the next month or two and we're definitely going to promote more of the people that we do work with. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I'm definitely looking forward to working with some more rodeo athletes. Unfortunately, when we made that choice to do that, COVID happened and everything stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Everything stopped. There hasn't been rodeos. So I'm really hoping that the world can get back to normal so I can support a sport that I love so much. And yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. So let's wrap this up. First of all, I need you to tell people where are your physical locations and how can people order from you and are there delivery options? For sure. So we have currently two locations, one in St. Albert and one in Calgary. Um, There's pickup and delivery available from both locations as well as we have like stocked fridges that have grab-and-goes and you know, our healthy snacks and 
stuff available in them. So that's available both in Edmonton and Calgary. Um, we also do have flat rate Alberta shipping. Mm-hmm. So it's $20 to ship anywhere in Alberta, whatever size box that you get. Like it could be a crazy order and it's still 20 bucks. I want to know, okay, I'm going to tell you mine and you have to tell me yours. What are your favorite okay. meals? So mine include the brisket bowl and the tacos, the salmon succotash, your protein donuts, uh, the lean turkey mm-hmm. shepherd's pie, the bison power bowl might be like my new number one. And there's, oh my yeah. gosh, there's so many more. What are some of your favorites? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm kind of like a custom meal queen. So that's also something that we specialize in is like, you can come onto our site and if you are following a meal program, you can like select everything down to like the amount of that certain food that you want in your meal. So I'm kind of a stickler and I'm kind of like, I'm kind of a basic bitch. Like I, (laughs) I I like the same stuff and I'm kind of a plain Jane. Like I like chicken, broccoli and rice. Sometimes I switch it up and sometimes I'll dabble with some of our pre-builds. Right now we just launched the chili chicken bowl and the vegan falafel tacos. And like, I'm not like, I like meat. I'm totally down for that. But those vegan falafel tacos, Oh, my Lanta. Probably so good. Yeah, I'm just, they're, they have pickles in them. The vegan, like, sauce that's with them is, like, spicy, but, like, oh, it's just, it's so good. So, I kind of dabble, so I'll have my, like, strict, boring meals, and then I'll just kind of, you know, see whatever's new. We try and rotate our menu a lot, so there's always something different coming up. But, yeah, um, the Bison Power Bowl is definitely one of my faves, too. So The brisket good. tacos. So good. Yeah, I I just dabble. And, of course, like, the, I don't know if you've tried them. We have the peanut butter Rice Krispie bars right now. <gasps> no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, those are, I Dan and I love those. Those are, like, a healthy little snack that we enjoy. And, of course, like, the protein donuts are so good, too. Ugh. But, like, the peanut... The peanut butter rice crispy bars are just like super light and I can just have like a half of one with my coffee and I'm super happy. <laughs> so. And you're good to go. See people, there's yeah. so many options, there's so many things. You have to go and have a look at the menu. Um, Stacy, where can people find you guys online? Facebook, Instagram. I will tag all of it, but you can just tell people anyways. Yeah. Um, so have our website at www.justbitememeals.com and then we're on instagram as just bite me meals facebook just bite me meals we're all kind of there perfect okay cool and then um our our website right now is kind of a pain in the butt so like i said in the next month we should have a new one i don't know why but we have this link on facebook that people have been clicking and it's been asking them to sign up for like a profile on our website but just yeah once you get past that oh geez I know I know so like this technology thing it's the bane of my existence of course like I said the new website's coming I can't wait I'm super stoked for that and it'll be much more user-friendly but if you guys have any questions whatsoever feel free to dm us we're always on instagram and getting back to people's questions or send us an email and we'll help you navigate our site (laughs) yeah that's perfect okay awesome and um 
What do you think about offering a one-time code if people wanted to, uh, you know, order some meals? How do you, what do you think of that? Of course. Okay, cool. So what, what will the code be for listeners to enter? Uh, let's do Cowboy Boots 10. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Stacey. I'm so glad that I got to have you on the podcast. Yeah, I hope I could help with some questions. I know I can get rambling on, you know, different fitness and nutrition topics, but I hope it helped and I definitely enjoyed ch- talking and thanks for having me on. You betcha. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Okay, sounds good.